You are listening to Jcast Journey, the inaugural podcast of the Jcast Network. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome back to Jcast Journey. Glad to be with you once again. Um, you know, I have often said, maybe not to any of you, but I've often said um, that as a startup, there's no such thing as kind of bad press. Um, I was talking to one person about kind of the future of Jcast Network, and I said, you know, I've fallen in love with this great podcast. Um, it's called uh, The Promised Podcast. It's put together by by Shacharit, a think tank in uh, in Israel, and like they're very left. Um, they're still, you know, they're truly Zionist, but they're very left politically. And I said, you know, I would love for them to join our network. Um, and though I'm a little nervous that if I did that, um, would there be some group that would be really angry at us? For you know, would it define the network as oh lefty politics as an organ? You know, and would that be problematic as I'm trying to grow the network? Um, and I think as a result, I think I've probably been a little ambivalent um, of for doing some things that might be might be you know that might create some level of of discomfort or that might make us feel uneven or un un. Or, or biased, um, and then I've but I've also responded like for me and for Jcast Network, you know the best thing in the world would for people to be up in arms, um, let people be writing you know op eds about how lefty or righty or up or down or yes or no or whatever it is that we're doing because any press is good press, um, or at least that's kind of the concept or the thought that I was I was uh, contemplating or thinking, and and you know again. Uh, if I found or listened to or heard about or was in, or was contacted by a group who wanted to do kind of a more right-leaning podcast on Israel, I'd be open to them too. So it's not, I mean, you know, I know at my core that it wouldn't be um, a political decision not to have a right-wing or right-leaning podcast, but only that the left-wing-leaning podcast is the one that I know about. Um, you know, and again, I was just really sort of excited by the idea of getting press. Any press is good press. Um, And then in the past few weeks, uh, there was a piece in E-Jewish Philanthropy. I don't know if you read E-Jewish Philanthropy, but even if you may not have read E-Jewish Philanthropy uh, three months ago, there's a better chance you're listening to it, reading it now. Um, Dan Brown, who runs E-Jewish Philanthropy, does a phenomenal job. Um, He really gets really interesting um, conversations started and and topics discussed, and he reposts really interesting blog posts. Um, and I'm a real big fan of his and the work that he does, but I think that um, he's sort of under the radar, or that is until recently. Um, and t- you know, he, he was a Beltway person. So people who were in the Beltway, whether it being Jewish communal service or Jewish education world, uh, it was one of the go-to blogs that they went to, but I think the larger world really wasn't focusing in any serious way on um, e-Jewish philanthropy. And then a few weeks, in the past few weeks, there was an article, a a kind of op-ed post that was put out uh, on e-Jewish philanthropy about the issue of kind of the 50-something or the 45-plus-something Jews and how they're not the ones who are being 
focused on by the Jewish community. Um, a lot of energy is being put through into day schools. A lot of energy is putting into Hillel's, into birthright, you know, unbelievable money and energy uh, and camping and then, and then new couples. But the singles in their 40s and 50s are not, are getting short shrift. And this is not the first time I heard about it, but the person who wrote the article, um, you know, kind of wrote it and she wrote it from a very passionate space. Um, and I'm not judging it one way or the other, but she wrote it from a passionate space. And I think mistakenly, mistakenly, she actually talked about her organization itself and used titles and you, you know, kind of identified that way. Um, and the article itself got some comments, but within 24 hours, this woman had been, um, had lost her job. And then, the, you know, and it was based on a post that she had put just on e-Jewish philanthropy. So, you know, from there, all of a sudden, there was like all of this conversation about, about, you know, whether it was right, whether it was wrong, whether she had misacted, whether there must have been some other, something else must have happened, and we don't know the full story, and maybe she was, you know, there were other reasons why she was let go. Um, and then at some point a little later, the, uh, the, the organization for which she worked, and I'm trying to be a little vague just because I don't want to get in the midst of this whole brouhaha. The organ someone from the organization actually did make a statement on e-Jewish philanthropy um, explaining what happened from their point of view. Um, so it's sort of really kind of interesting, in my opinion, that all of a sudden e-Jewish philanthropy was the newsmaker. It wasn't just, you know, and everyone was talking about it. Now, again, I live in a bubble in, in the Beltway, as it were, so maybe it's not as broad as I thought it was. But it feels like all of a sudden this is like a real big conversation happening. And E-Jewish Philanthropy, who's been doing the same really good reporting and working for a really long time, um, is being recognized. Um, and I'm thrilled for 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 Dan, who runs the the, the 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 website, I always think it's funny that his name is Dan Brown, but he did not get any of the residuals from uh, you know from all of the books, the uh, the the uh, you know what I'm talking about the book. Uh, well, anyway, uh, um, you know, of course, when I start to mention something, then I have a brain fart and I can't tell you what it was, but you know what I'm talking about when I say Dan Brown, the lost symbol, and uh, anyway. Um, so it was really interesting that all of a sudden he's getting this press, and I was thinking, and it made me think back on the no ba bad press is still good press when you're kind of a a startup, uh, and uh, you know again I'm not gonna I don't want to manufacture press, uh, but uh, I'll be intrigued to see uh, what it ha what happens with with Dan uh, and e Jewish philanthropy, and I think also it reminded me that you know what like if if you have an idea, I have an idea. I should go for it, because cause what's, what's going to be the downside? Um, I really kind of don't think there's going to be a major downside. Anyway, just some reflections. Um, as I like to say, this is my journal, my journey. Um, and so, as this was a piece that I've been thinking about for the past few days, I thought I'd share it with you. Talk with you soon. Thanks. <laughs>